Welcome to Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine. We are excited to announce that we're expanding our channel. Our radio is growing strong globally and spreading its wings. Find us in GoFundMe by searching our name, Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine. I am Srishti Yadav, and I'm here today with Magdala Ramirez in continuation with our Golden Era series. A little bit about Magdala Ramirez. She's a spiritual leader and healer from the Maya Mexica lineage. She was born as a medicine woman from a long lineage of medicine people in Mexico, where she began walking her path at an early age, working with medicine people and pyramids of Mexico. She brings the ancient knowledge to the world through original seminars, books, ceremonies, and journeys. Her purpose in life is to bring back ancient wisdom of union of polarities, and through this wisdom she helps to bring back the perfect balance of male and female. She has an online school of enlightenment that can be found at her website, and we are so honored to have her on this radio. Welcome, Ma. I am so happy to be with all of you. My name is Magdala Ramirez, and I am making this radio talk from the world of the enchanted flower in the sacred land. We are just finishing the ceremony of priestess, and I have still some of my sisters here with us. And uh, priestess has been a very, very powerful ceremony that we do every year. This reconnection with the Great Mother and this commitment that we have as women to follow that incredible voice that it is within ourselves. Yes, it has been a very powerful ceremony with so many messages where really the biggest medicine and the biggest tool that we have to reconnect, it is truth. And how much of that truth we are able to bring it forward. And how much of that truth can be involved in this incredible love that we are. Tapping into that divine feminine within your own self where you can see every single part of you and be able to heal those parts at the same time that you are creating new paths and new understanding of, of who we are and where we are. And there is so many things that it is literally magical for everyone being in this land, in this realm, because in this realm, everything it is so completely interconnected. One of the things that also was very prevalent in this time, it is the deepening of the sisterhood. As you know, and the mother has been telling you, there is no such a thing of the feminine ways without the sisterhood. So bringing that truth into the being in every single sister that has been in here, it has been very powerful. So what do you think, Mijita? The sisterhood has been growing through truth, mostly. And it's how, you, how honest you are within yourself about where you are, how you're really feeling, and then 
have that honesty with your sister or any woman as well. And that really is the key to building a good relationship because relationships based on truth are the ones that are actually helping you to grow spiritually. I am very happy to see this sisterhood growing and what we have and how people working together, people taking care of the people, you know, taking care of each other and recognizing this incredible mirror that it is taking place right there in front of you and be able to transmute those energies that it has been stopping you for such a long time. What do you feel, Patrice? Well, I, I feel like um, love is sort of the key to all of it um, because when you, when you have sisters and you love them, you're willing to kind of be more truthful with them. You're willing to uh, tell them what you're seeing in them because they're really a reflection of you when you're working in a ceremony like this. So it doesn't do any good if you're, you know, covering up, if you're not being truthful and you're seeing things that need to come out. So that's a really big part of finding out about yourself, especially is how much are you willing to speak your own truth and how much are you willing to um, speak the truth with your sisters. And it's through that love that really helps everything. And especially the truth to yourself. What is the story that you repeat to yourself over and over and over again? And it creates that identity, that identity that you have been hooked for such a long time. I mean, the truth in the outside is only a reflection of that truth that you tell to yourself on the inside. How it has been for you, Patrice, that reconnection with your heart. Well, yes, one of the really big things that happened in this ceremony for you, for me, is that I felt very disconnected um, between my heart and my mind. And so I was speaking a lot through just sort of that ego and identity and then uh, had to find a way to really uh, find that connection of who I am through my heart. It's a, it's a big one for me. It is. And you know, there is this very beautiful sister that I just love so, so much. And Spirit give this big honoring for her. She has now a very powerful staff. And she has been so, so much changing everything about herself in this time and space. What do you feel, my sister Christine? I just love you so much. I love you too. Yeah, the staff for me, not only the the giving of it through the ceremony with the love of the sisters, which touched me so deeply, but now it's a, a physical representation of holding myself together and not being the victim and not being afraid to speak. And through that, I'm able to find that place in myself that I did cover up, that I didn't speak truth, and now I, I'm not reminded in that staff. And this reminds us about the incredible power that the woman have within herself in a way of how do you bring that power forward. It is through that truth that you are and that love. Mm -hmm. Love is truly the elevator. 
And that elevator is really connecting with many other worlds. I mean, I was so excited to see all these pictures that the sisters were talking and taking everywhere in ceremonial grounds and uh, even to recognize that sacred land and the temple 12 plus 1 where the teachings come forward and the kiva in every single temple in here who has a very different vibration and yet is for using for different purposes to tap into this power of the divine feminine and uh, and the prayers too that we do too for the divine masculine to come forward to our brothers our fathers our sons our lovers everyone and how it is that spiritual work showing you at all times even the understanding that you are your own higher self or whatever image that you have in there you're really becoming one and the same but those temples and the stories that they have all how it was created and what happened and what is the situation is very much how it has been the story of the divine feminine so taking care of the temples and uh, be there for the temples no matter what what do you feel mihita about that you're great in that i feel that there is an aspect that we need to go more deeper within ourselves to uncover what is that power of the divine feminine and it i feel it's so individual too because we can name general things that get in the way like competition um, comparison and uh, things that make you feed that low self-esteem but the true power that you can you really uncover inside of yourself is by breaking those patterns inside of yourself and each the patterns are individual for everyone because you know when you really see it the stories the my story you know maybe it is unique the events that happened to me but really my story is the same as the story of any woman too and every time I defeat shame and uncover my own self and the love that I am and that I am life and just the force of life that it cannot be tamed by things like shame or guilt or you know some thoughts that you might have or any of those little things I mean that's when you truly begin to uncover who am I really that's when you begin to question yourself and that's the beginning of that divine feminine inside of you that awareness of that beginning it has been very very powerful also to break all this power that it was stolen from the patriarchal system at all times including since the very beginning when we needed to deal with broken pipes and fix it when we need to deal with many other situations that, you know, as a woman, you do need to face yourself and do what you have come here to do. So you have to hold on all the realms. You know, you are the one who rakes those leaves and you are the one who opened the doors for many other realms all the way in all the realms that as much as women are possible to understand and embrace. But it has been so 
amazing, beautiful that when you bring that power back to you and you are also healing this part of yourself that you have that leaking, you know, and recognizing that it is the time for you to hold on to a higher dimension, a higher perspective, a higher frequency of your own vibration. And through that one, hold on into your own power and vibration and in that way relate with everyone around you. You know, not the other way around, like the patriarchal system told you. Yeah. So as this was being also revealed in eight sweats that we have, mm. um, each one has a different tone. And those tones were given as the next octave, the next octave of the true human being. And how finally bringing that peace into being and be able to share and recognizing that truth without any fear, without any holding up or cover-ups or I don't know, that it happens in many other cultures too. And it is the time for that recognition. Yes, we are tired, we are exhausted, but we are happy and full of messages. So how do you feel, Patrice? Yeah, I think it's really important, the part about bringing your own power back, because that's what you're going to need if you're going to stay, you know, sort of in that higher frequency. And we had so many messages about um, how we can do that through connecting with ourselves, connecting with the love of the Great Mother, and by really trying to see people as they are, through their own essence and not not through some you know projection that I have about them because of some hang up that I might have so it was almost like we got a we did get a new heart here in this ceremony as they told us as they told us and i think it's fascinating to to heal the relationship that women have with the great mother because there is all this um issues that women have with their biological mother so healing that part of the cell so be able to understand the ways of the great mother and for the people to heal that anger because it was into a point that women have some issues about the great mother just because she is a mother and the only hologram that they have is their biological mother but it's still all these things and in Understand that that's where the power is. You see, just like the story of the Kojorshowski, that she was completely hurt and dismembered, and the only one that can put it together again was the great mother, the Kautlikwe. So telling all these ancient stories that it helped us to see, and it helped us to heal, and it helped us to see a higher truth about the self. That has been very powerful too in healing that relationship with the great mother. Healing that part of yourself that it is so afraid to trust the great mother because you also are related with your biological mother. That you see your biological mother, it is a woman too. And it was very hard, you know, growing in a patriarchal system 
without these teachings. And that is so true because, you know, I'm observing that in myself and my way of thinking and my way of being. One of the things is, you know, the idea of um, like somebody is going to come and help me resolve my things. But in truth is, you know, when you, you're the one that's going to need to take that first step inside of yourself and decide, well, am I going to just follow all these negative feelings inside of myself and harmful inner dialogues? Or am I actually going to choose something different or even wonder, hey, is there something different? And then build a relationship with that, which is something different, because that's the other side that really holds that healing for you. But in this, you know, the responsibility for what we think, what we feel, and it's a choice too. And how much I was thinking how pain has been so seductive in the system. And that's part of the patriarchal programming that people have forgotten how to live in harmony, what that feels like to not be defensive, not what it feels like. The psychic attacks have been become the normal way of living. It, the cultural separation perception has become a normal way of living and all that really just comes from a brokenness in the system that's been installed. But really, if you could remember that love and that's where that divine feminine inside of everyone is that force of life and that's where everyone needs to be to break all those and and actually understand and be able to see a different story and that has been very prevalent and it has been very prevalent even the talks about racism yeah and not afraid to name it. Hey, you're being racist. You're being biased. You're being really... Uh, why you hate the mother? You know, why you hate the great mother? Why you're doing this? You know, and let's heal these parts of the self. And I think it was very beautiful to see that here comes the next generation of the shaman. And here she comes and the first thing that she goes is, you need to wall it, you know, like... Put it in a wall and really understand what are you doing with that energy. Because the mother really wants all the traditions, all the people. She wants everyone together. That when you gather all these women together, I mean, we are from different color of the skin. And we are with different people and different... Of course, all these things are showing up because it's different cultures. And yet be able to bridge this part that there is only one knowledge and address it. Address it directly, you know, the racism or the biases that it is taking place right there. How do you felt that one, Nikita? I think that's helpful to be able to spot your biases and actually to even be able to help someone else see their biases and not support their biases. The tricky part in this is people tend to get hung up on fighting about people's biases. That's the tricky part because there is a sensation of control and comfort in just having a fight and staying in the fight. 
instead of realizing it's not it's never really about the other person how much of your own bias is stopping you from connecting to that life force that's inside of your heart and that's the problem you know people always think it's somebody else's problem you know the other thing that i was really realizing in this time space is how much of uh, there is a very common illusion about everyone has the same reality well actually not really and that's shocking for many people because you really if you are in a reality that is really messy and in disharmony and everyone's fighting you do want to question yourself how did you get in there and that has to do with your biases your where you are inside of yourself and that really has nothing to do with who said what someone else experienced what their color of the skin is but it has everything to do with how you're choosing to communicate with them are you just is it based on need attachment you think they're lower than you or is there another way to relate with this and that's where you get into consciousness i mean how conscious are you in how what you're saying what how you're being every moment and changing the perspective i mean if we are able to change that perspective of yourself and be able to drop that identity you know we have been talking about this in many other episodes you know and actually it's very beautiful to just really speak from the heart i mean you're from india I'm from Mexico and we are proud of yeah, our roots Absolutely. and uh, how hard it has been to learn another language and understand what the people are really coming from and be able to transmute all this bad thick layer of separation that it has been installed, especially if it is United States, because you know, it is the most dark of the darkness yeah. of all the countries everywhere in the world. Yeah. Do you agree with me? Yeah. And and that's because because it's subtle. Mm-hmm. It's the pretendence in this country is yeah. so strong, you know. In other mm-hmm. countries, you know, like in India you have casteism and that's very blatant and very blunt and and it's cruel. Yes, but it's the same cruel with this yeah. whole pretendence that the United States has and that's even more dangerous because you don't the see it. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, you don't see it and you don't people don't even realize how they're being affected by it and what they're creating inside of themselves, you know. And the truth is that there is no such a thing of priestess being racist. Yeah. There is no such a thing of a priestess holding that divine feminine and is still holding on to their biases. And you know, all these very beautiful, beautiful women that they come from all the directions will be able to work it out all these places in order to awake and embrace that divine feminine. I am very happy, Mijita. I'm tired, but I'm very, very super happy. Right now, we are in the temple of the union of polarities and finishing cleaning everything. And we clean the temple 12 plus one and the community kitchen and the community bathroom and the kivas and the temascalitos and absolutely everything. And uh, embrace this part of ourselves of our own wild woman, you know, 
making that perfect match of this natural woman. I am very happy to bring this radio talk from the temple of the union of polarities. I'm very proud of this beautiful temple and how it is the story of how it, is, it was built. And everyone, like I was saying about, and uh, it will keep on building and rebuilding. And we do need your help. You know, it's very hard for women to bring that ceremonial grounds for women, ceremonies for women. And it has been very difficult, especially because the mother wants everyone together and uh, be able to resolve and and sustain that divine feminine with everything. If you can make a donation for our radio talk, it will be great. Keep on sending us your emails. Keep on sending us your thoughts. And where are you? We are here for you at all the time. We have our school online going. And we are coming up with Moon Dance is coming next month. If you're coming, please let us know. Send me an email. And I am so thankful for all of you. Thank you, Christine and Patrice. And my spiritual daughter, Sristi, that she make this radio talk possible. Thank you, everyone, for your work. I am you. From Magdala Ramirez, please go to www.magdalas.com and it's spelled M-A-G-D-A-L-A-S. We thank you so much for all your support and we hope to see you next week. Hey you, with a rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard? With Wells Fargo's 3% down mortgage option, my human realized a new home was within reach, and I only gave her puppy eyes once. Get your human to talk to a mortgage consultant or learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS R.I.D. 39981.